Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. Now, enjoy this episode. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. Okay, we can't waste any time today because we have a doozy of doozy. a question. Doozy. From Colin, regarding what happens when you run through your emergency fund and your back's against the wall. And look, with 38 million people now unemployed in the United States, that is going to be a reality for many many people out there. So we've got some thoughts on that. So without further ado, Colin, what do you got? D-I-Y! Hey, Quint. Hey, Daniel. This is Colin from New Jersey. Uh, big fan of the podcast. Been binging it for a little while now. Uh, so my question is something you've kind of alluded to, but I wanted to get your full thoughts. What if you have your fast cash and emergency fund and pretty much any other savings completely depleted? What do you suggest be done? Dig into your 401k, go into debt, any other options they may not be aware of? Uh, that'd be great to get your opinions. Thank you so much. Uh, good question from Colin. And a lot of people are going to be facing this, I think, in this environment. Not, unfortunately, not a lot of people have emergency funds, and I would dare say that uh, many people who don't have them probably wish they did in this environment. But what do you, what do you say to Colin uh, or anyone for that matter faced with uh, this, this reality? Yeah, absolutely. This is a reality that, uh, as you said, many people are starting to face uh, as indicative by the numbers that we're starting to see from the unemployment rates and so forth. And I would say uh, step number one, uh, and I'm kind of assuming if you're using your emergency funds that you've probably already done this step, uh, but very important that you, if you have lost a job, et cetera, that you're filing for state unemployment. Uh, there are benefits out there that that the government wants to put in your hands. Now, admittedly, many, many states are incredibly overwhelmed with the uh, just the dramatic influx of applications they've had. And while they're doing their best to get through this, remember that two or three months ago, they were staffed up for normal levels. And then all of a sudden, they got five to 10 times more than they got during the financial crisis when they had time to staff up. So uh, they are working around the clock to try to get stuff out to you. I know it's an incredibly frustrating experience. Uh, but go through those uh, sort of steps, apply, uh, continue to follow up on it and continue to do what you can uh, to get those benefits because those are important. And if once you get through, they will, uh, as far as I know, in most instances, back pay you from when you were supposed to get them. So uh, that's very important. Make sure to go through those steps and seek out any benefits that are available to you. Obviously, there's also um, things like SNAP and WIC and things like that that are social service programs that you can use if you are a family trying to uh, feed kids and so forth. Uh, but what about for, you know, just maybe a single man or woman? Um, maybe you've already applied for unemployment. You're waiting for that check to come in. It could be weeks. You've gone through your emergency savings. At this point, it is time to really start trying to get your hustle on. You probably have sitting around your house things that you can try to uh, sell, eBay, throw on Amazon, uh, whatever the case may be. That It may not be a quick process, but it is really important that you try to turn some of the stuff that you've accumulated over the years into money in your pocket, especially if it's just sitting around you're not really using anymore. That's part of the hustle. You can also try to trade your time or whatever you can, uh, whether that's mowing lawns, whether that's trying to drive for Uber, whatever it's uh, applying to every job that you can possibly find. Uh, and I know some of you are out there doing that right now. Now, while you're waiting for that to transpire, 
you hit on it really well, Colin. You do probably have access to maybe a 401k, retirement savings, et cetera. In my personal opinion, it's not personal financial advice. We don't do that here. Uh, you should find a, uh, somebody that you uh, trust, a fiduciary, a financial planner, et cetera, that can give you personal financial advice because you're in a uh, sort of financial planning relationship with them. But generally, broad stroke speaking, what I would do if I was in that situation, I would hit my retirement accounts first before incurring debt while I don't have income. Uh, the reason for that is is it's very difficult once you start incurring debt without the income to pay it off uh, to dig yourself out of that hole because you start incurring interest and then that interest uh, incurs more interest and the balance just grows really exponentially. And uh, we say that term exponentially, but it's very difficult for our minds to to wrap around the idea of once you put $1,000 on a credit card and you're paying 20% interest on that, uh, the monthly rate on that, how that starts to add up is, is pretty demoralizing on top of an already demoralizing situation. So uh, if you do have retirement assets, that is your next line of defense. You are going to pay taxes on there. Uh, or early uh, withdrawal penalties, the government uh, is likely going to, or already did through um, the CARES Act, alleviate some of that. Uh, but talk to your tax advisor about that if you have one. Uh, but if you need that money, I mean, take the money out and, and just know that you are going to have to pay uh, some level of consequence, whether that be tax or penalties on that. But uh, at last resort, uh, you have debt. Uh, unfortunately, credit cards, etc., are there if you need to feed your family or things like that. But don't also uh, negate the idea of um, uh, what is it, food pantries uh, and sort of goodwill places that really try to help, uh, whether that is something like a, a goodwill or a church or uh, your local food pantry, whatever. There are some resources out there that while I know it can be um, maybe not the most palatable thing uh, to be standing in line at the, the food pantry to try to feed your family, it is a resource available for for people in this unfortunate situation, and it's one that you can uh, readily access. Excellent! All right, that was excellent. Uh, Colin, it's a, it's a fascinating question, and uh, admittedly, I have been there before. Now, I did not have a family, so I was able to be a little bit more flexible, but I want to share a, a little bit of a story with you or with the audience that shaped a lot of my mindset regarding any environment for that matter. Uh, and that is my wife and I, at the time we were engaged, went on our very first mission trip uh, to a third world country. We went to Haiti, but I would imagine any third world country is similar. And it was interesting when we went, a lot of people said, you know, when you go, you're going to now appreciate all of the little things that we have and we take for granted. The ability to go get a cheeseburger, the ability to have hot or cold running water. The interesting thing about it is I didn't come back from that experience appreciating any of that stuff. I mean, sure, it was nice to take a hot shower when I got home or have a Chick-fil-A. You know, that was great. But the reality is what I learned to appreciate was something very unique that I think we all, many of us, take for granted in this country. And it was boiled down to a story where we were one day traveling to the mountains and we came to a river and it was flood stage. And so we were not able to cross on the back of the pickup that we were riding in. So we all got out and it was pretty much assumed we're going to be you know, swimming across this river. But interestingly, I would look across as many people were going to and fro. They had to go into the market. I mean, there's a lot of people moving in and about regardless of the, the river. But many of them were being carried across on the shoulders of other individuals. So I thought, well, that's nice. You know, a good friend, et cetera. Except three young men showed up. And they asked if we could, you know, if they were, uh, if they would be, uh, if we would be willing for them to take us across on their shoulders. And they were literally telling us they are the water taxi. 
Now, you know, again, the jokes aside, we all kind of chuckled at that. But the reality is, is that's exactly what they did. Every single one of the people that were in our party going to the mountains hopped aboard on top of the shoulders, sometimes two and three uh, amounts of size, you know, being carried by this one individual and waded across the river that was basically chest deep. Now, what was interesting about this is afterwards, of course, my intrigue is is peaked, and I I got a, a translator, and I, you know, what's the deal? What you know, you guys do this every day, and the irony is, is that that one of the individuals was explaining to me he loves when the when the river floods because this is one of his only jobs to make money, and so when the river floods, he comes down. And he immediately tries to to give a ride to anyone willing to pay a couple of dollars or a couple of cents or whatever it was at the time to go across the river. You guys are in the cash cab. It's a TV game show that takes place right here in my taxi. So what do you say? Do you want to play? Yeah. And that is his sole purpose. And that is what he does to make money to feed his family. Now, that had a profound impact on me. And one of the things that I learned and took away from that experience, not just that one, but the whole trip in general, was the appreciation for what we have in this country, and that is the ability to make money. You see, many people don't realize that one of the greatest things that we have is simply the ability to make money, the ability to set up a business in any day or any time, whether it's on the web, whether it's anywhere, and actually make money, the ability to go out and actually get a job. So the reality is, is if you find yourself in this situation, I think you have to adopt a couple of things. The first one is great humility. The ability is, you know, or the, the, re, the reality is, it, whatever, for whatever reason, your situation has dramatically changed. It's terrible, but you have to adopt that. You cannot pretend that all things are sunshine and butterfly. You have to relay this to, you know, friends, family, maybe mentors, and relay the situation that you're in and tell them what you're going through. It's, it's important to bring that to the light. The second thing, in my opinion, is you've got, as Daniel alluded to, you better get after it. You better get your hustle on. The reality is in this environment right now, if this were to happen to me today, I would immediately take those applications for delivering pizzas or Grubhub or DoorDash. I would immediately start doing that. Now, I used to love to wait tables. I was a great uh, uh, server back in my day. So I would also try to get a, a, a job if they were opening, if there was ability to do that serving and waiting tables. But again, I would be delivering pizzas. I would be doing Grubhub. I would be doing DoorDash. I would do anything possible to make money. So can I get you, gentlemen, something more to drink or maybe something to nibble on, some pizza shooters, shrimp poppers, or extreme fajitas? I would also keep the communication lines open with any creditors, debtors, etc., immediately to let them know what your situation is. If you don't have mentors or friends that you can talk to in this situation as well, it's time to get some. Because, again, it's very important to be communicating your situation with others, seeking prudent advice, guidance, wisdom, and maybe help, right? The reality is maybe some assistance. Finally, I think it's very important, and this is, this is so key, is that when you go through a situation like this, it's easy for somebody like myself or Daniel or anybody to go, oh, go get a job, just get, you know, get after it. The reality is you, fall, you can easily fall into a, almost a state of depression. You don't even want to get out of bed. You're, you're humbled, you're embarrassed, you're, you, you have no security whatsoever, and I would strongly encourage you to start filling your mind with positive um, information, uh, videos, audios, etc., from the likes of Tony Robbins, um, David Goggins, you know, all the gurus out there. Why? Because you need to be infused with a positive attitude to actually get going, to get motivated and get after it. So those are the three things that I would recommend. Bravo!
Colin, that's a great question. Hopefully it helps somebody out there that might be going through this same thing. I would, I would also just say, to, as Daniel said, you have to look at all resources that may be available for you and, and maximize them to your fullest. That could be cash value, life insurance, 401ks, et cetera. You've got to do what you got to do to survive. Great question, Colin. Thanks so much. And all he did was send us that email, podcast at DIYmoney.org. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org. And he will receive a $25 Amazon gift card. All right, friends, remember, the secret to wealth is very simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.